Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Turn it up a little. Go. Now can you hear it? Yeah, I can hear it, yeah. Yes, catch your breath indeed, folks. How are you? You might need to catch your breath after today. Welcome to episode 102 of Raw Radio, ladies and gentlemen, for Monday, July the 17th, 2017, 717-17. How appropriate is the calling, however? And the number is 1-724-444-7444. Again, that number is 1-724-444-7444. Call ID is 138-744-POUND. And I am your host, the Iceman, Jerry DiGirolamo, as always, here in the captain's chair here on this rare Monday afternoon, on this humid, sticky, hot Monday, July afternoon. And with me down there in Front Royal, Virginia, ladies and gentlemen, not far from the nation's capital, if you will, is my commander-in-chief, if you will, none other than the human suplex machine, John Gross. John, how are you on this Monday? I'm doing great. 
Well, we're having a tough time here and there, John. Uh, okay, now we got it fixed. Okay, that's good. As am I. It's been a crazy week, as you would imagine, in the world of wrestling, of course, and a lot of other things. We'll get into it right now. So let's begin, shall we? Our lead story goes into tonight's Monday Night Raw. Of course, last week we saw what happened, of course, following great balls of fire in Houston, Texas at the end of the show last Monday night. We've been hearing all weekend, however, apparently tonight there could be a mystery person involving Kurt Angle. However, there's been speculation all week and long between Stephanie McMahon, Chad Gable, and possibly former TNA owner Dixie Carter, however, going into the realms. Uh, John, i got to ask you point blank, however, where is this story going, and who could be the mystery person that might be unveiled tonight? I think it's Dixie Carter. Yeah, I hate to say it, too. I, I mean... Talk about a person who has ruined a business in a lot of ways, however, the last several years. However, I mean, she, of course, had the company through her father back in the day when TNA was running total nonstop action. Then, of course, it changed over to Global Force Wrestling a few weeks ago, if you will, ladies and gentlemen. As a result, however, since then, we saw Dixie Carter appear on the Kurt Angle DVD last Monday night, however, that was aired on the WWE Network after Raw. I don't know, John, if you had a chance to see it yet or not. Of course, it'll be out in a few weeks, however, for you fans out there, however, in stores everywhere, like Walmart, Best Buy, and whatnot. Sorry, that's my watch there, a new watch there, however, that has uh, been given to me, and I'll tell you why that is in just a few minutes, ladies and gentlemen. But that being said, however, I mean, I don't know why she is showing up in WWE. I mean, we saw Eric Bischoff a few, many years ago show up on WWE TV, and of course, we never say never in this business. But Dixie Carter, here's a woman who is just really, just totally ruined the sport of wrestling, and now with her involved with Kurt Angle, I don't get it. There's been talk about Stephanie and Triple H maybe coming back at some point. I could see that happening, but at the same time, I don't know if that's the way they're going to go with this at this point, but we'll have to wait and see what happens. But right now, I think WWE right now is right now stuck between a rock and a hard place, and I'll tell you what, Howard, if it turns out to be DXC tonight, Howard, in Nashville, you can bet there's going to be a lot of angry, a lot of pissed off people, and I know you'll be one of them vending there on the Raw post show. By the way, you can check out John's rant on every post show, however, on Facebook.com, at G-R-O-H-S, at Facebook.com, on the Revolution page, and also at Movie Fans Worldwide 2.0 to catch up on more of the local entertainment scene, the music scene, the news scene, and, of course, the wrestling scene as well. That being said, folks, it will be very interesting to say the least tonight. So John and I will be watching this very carefully. And I'm sure all of you will be watching out there and giving you our thoughts coming up tomorrow night on the Revolution page, which, of course, gets underway at 9 o'clock. John, of course, will have your birthdays and dates. Gerard T. Smith and I, your local team, King Ice, will have the news headlines for you. And, of course, anything that's else coming out of the world of pro wrestling. Speaking of wrestling, John, of course, in GFW, however, there's been talk that Rey Mysterio might be returning to the WWE or GFW. Uh, I heard this earlier today through our friends at 4 11 Mania, could we see the return of Rey Mysterio at some point? And if so, where do you think we're going to see Rey Rey end up? I think it's going to be in WWE. Yes, I would agree. Especially. I would love to see that happen. Yes, I would too. I think, I mean, they need someone like him to save the Cruiserweights right now. Obviously, him and Neville would have a great match, I feel. Him and uh, possibly Rich Swan, Cedric Alexander, Noam Dar. Uh, possibly other guys, however, Akira Toazov would be very interesting, however. But uh, there has been discussions that GFW and WWE are trying to have discussions with Ray Ray about coming back to wrestling, however. And like you said, however, 
if GFW does not take a chance on him, however, then it's possible that maybe WWE will have the chance to bring him back in one more time, however, before he calls it a career. I mean, he's been out of wrestling for a while. He's been wrestling with Lucha Underground, we understand. He will be appearing at a very special show in a few weeks' time here in Pittsburgh, of course, for the Comic Book Con on August 11th through the 13th in Pittsburgh, in case you're wondering, ladies and gentlemen, one of the big names there. So, folks, we'll be watching this uh, very carefully to see if Ray Jr., the master of the 619, will be returning once again back to the major leagues of wrestling, however, whether it be GFW or WWE, in time. In the meantime, folks, we got more news to talk about, so let's continue on. Of course, last week, the big story all last week we talked about was Paige and Alberto Trone, a.k.a. Alberto Del Rio. Now there's talk, however, apparently WWE, excuse me, not WWE, GFW has suspended him and has taken the belt off of him for the time being. We also heard that he was taken off of another belt, if you will. Right now, there has been no action taken because of what he did to Paige, his girlfriend. But now people are saying, however, this might have been all a setup. This might have been a plan all along by both of these guys. Right now, there has been no uh, link to uh, either person about whether or not either one set up the other or both of them set up everyone and like all of us in between. However, John, I got to ask you, we talked about it last Monday about what happened originally, however, and we got more information as the week went along and then throughout the weekend, we got updated on this story. Apparently, now there's talk that this might have been a uh, setup by both El Patron and Paige all along, and there's been no action taken on either one of them yet. What's your take on this? Well, I'll have to talk. You know what? I usually comment on stuff, but I have no comment. And I would, I'm going to say the same thing as well. This is just, this just continues to be an embarrassing story, to say the least. This is just more than embarrassing. I know last Monday you had a lot to say in the Raw Post Show. I'm sure you'll have a lot to say again tonight. I imagine if you talk about this further, if not, that's understandable. But, folks, we'd like to hear your feedback as well. If you can give us a call here this afternoon, we'll be here till 5 o'clock. We're expecting, hopefully, King NWO, Gerard T. Smith, the master of disaster, the king of sting. Of course, uh, the Black Widow, Michelle Lindodds, might be making her first return here in quite some time here this afternoon. The First Lady of Wrestling will be on with us, hopefully, at some point this afternoon, as well as the Heartbreak Kid Fonzie, and, of course, Mr. WCW himself, Chad Angel. So, folks, we're expecting a lot more people here today on the show this afternoon, as you would expect. Uh, some other news to talk about, obviously, the Battleground pay-per-view is coming up this Sunday. Of course, we will be having our predictions here in just a little bit. Uh, but first off, I want to, uh, before we get into birthdays and dates, want to say one thing, Howard, and this is to everyone, Howard, who is listening in on our show, Howard, and also to our other shows as well, however that have uh, called into our shows or listened to our shows regularly, like Mr. Chad Hinshaw, Michelle Lindard, Shorty Smith, John, everyone out there. A week ago yeah, tomorrow, my grandfather of 99 years, God bless him, however, who would have been 100 years old next April, passed away suddenly, however. Unfortunately, he had been ill for a few weeks, however, and uh, this past Saturday, he was led to his final resting place. But that wasn't what I was going to... Uh, talk about. What I do want to say is this. I want to thank John, Chad, Michelle, Gerard, all of you people out there who have either sent me messages or have gotten in touch with me somehow and let me know your thoughts and ask how I'm doing. Well, I'm hanging in there for the most part, i got to say, and I'm doing very well. But i got to say, I want to thank all of you for your thoughts and prayers of my family and uh, close relatives over these last few days, however. I know it's been a very trying ordeal for myself however, and all of our family, however, but uh, like I said, this is a man who lived life to the fullest. He loved family, he loved God, and he definitely loved life, however. And uh, to that, however, I can honestly say today's show and now every show here on Raw Radio every Monday, however, and well, whenever I'm on the air, I will be in honor of him. So to my grandfather, Jack, how, who's up there right now in the pearly gates, however, over the last couple of days, I dedicate this show to him today. And 
all of the shows that I'll be doing from now on to him because he was one of the best grandfathers you could ever ask for, and I was happy to be one of many of his grandsons, however, that uh, was very close to him. Of course, it was a very emotional, but yet a very special funeral this past Saturday morning, however. So, again, John, I want to thank you, Chad, Michelle, and everyone else out there who have expressed your thoughts and prayers uh, for him over the last several weeks, however, and over the course of time, however, I'm hanging in there, and like I said, however, I can honestly say today, however, the straight face, however, I know he'd be very happy to listen to this show. I know he uh, wasn't a big fan of wrestling that much, but I know he'd be happy to listen to what I'm doing right now. So to that, I honor him today by dedicating uh, the first of uh, uh, who knows how many shows, however, will be in his arm. But now this is the first show I can say today, however, the straight face, however, even though it's been a rough week or so, however, this is the first show I can say I dedicate to him, and I know he would be very happy for me to uh, dedicate this show to him. So, thank you. Okay, before we continue on, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget, Wrestling Revisit will be back in its normal time slot tomorrow night, one three nine nine two six pounds Of course, we will talk about another time and place, and who knows what we'll be discussing there. Also, on Wednesday night, our triple header begins at 6.30 with Outside the Most, Mr. WCW Chad Hinshaw, and I will be back on our normal time slot this Wednesday, one four one three eight seven. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, of course, Wednesday night, we'll have a debate show. Gerard, Michelle, myself, and whoever else comes online will be joining us for a very spirited debate, one three nine nine two five pound And of course, tomorrow night, we'll be talking about Raw from tonight. Hour tomorrow revolution went three eight zero five five pounds as I mentioned and of course on Wednesday night we'll be talking about SmackDown ladies and gentlemen and more about the battleground paper that'll be coming up this weekend speaking of battleground this Sunday ladies and gentlemen we will have our battleground predictions here on Revolution ladies and gentlemen or should I say here on Talk Show of course some bets might be made as well we'll also have some bets going on I'm sure they're here this afternoon talk about battleground here on Raw Radio so folks if you want to get in now's the time to get in so we'll talk more about that here in just a few minutes in the meantime John is going to give you your birthday dates in the last three days, so let's turn it over to him right now with that in in lieu of what else we've got to talk about. So, John, go right ahead. Alright. 54 years ago today in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, Bravo Grizzle, Johnny Barron, when I can't hear you. What did you say? Bravo Brazil defeated Johnny Barron Okay. WWE United States Heavyweight Champion. All right. Fifty years ago today, NWA United States Champion Ray Stevens beat Brito San Martino via Countdown. Yes. Uh, Thirty-four years ago today, Rick Flair beat David Von. Uh-oh. Beat David Von Eric. Yes. In the finals of a one-night tournament. Twenty-five years ago today, Vince McMahon. Yes. Vince McMahon informed the IFB that the World Body Film Federation was disbanded. Yes, the WBF, you mean? Yeah. All right. Um. Let's see what else. Uh, 20 years ago, the ECW presented Heatwave. Yes. Oh, 15 years ago today on Raw, Eric Bischoff made his WWE debut as the Raw general manager. And how funny he was there, and of course, and now we might have Dixie Carter show up, maybe, perhaps. Yeah. Yeah. Um... All right. 
11 years ago today, Brock Lesnar is stripped of the belt. Yes. IWGP Heavyweight Championship. Um, alright. 11 years ago today, WWE presented an almost live Saturday night's main event from Dallas, Texas. Yes, that's right. Um, 10 years ago today, TNA presented Victory Road. Yes. 7 years ago today, Chris Jericho responded that ABC had canceled Downfall. Yeah, I think he did that for a couple episodes, if I remember correctly, and it didn't really become a big success. Yeah. Um, five years ago today, WWE presented Money in the Bank. And that was from? From uh, Phoenix, Arizona. Okay. Uh, John Cena beat the big show, The Miz. Kane and Chris Jericho. Yes, and speaking of John Cena, I know he was, I believe, on The View this morning, too. Yep. Three years ago today, WWE moved CM Punk profile to the active roster to the alumni page. Yes, I think this was the beginning of the end of Punk's run, I remember. Yeah. Yeah, it was the end of Punk's run. Um, three years ago today, PWE Insider reported that Sean Hernandez was released from TNA. Yes. And speaking of TNA, I know over the weekend they just released Shane Helms, I heard, too. Yeah. Happy 34th birthday to Heath Slater. I'm sure the one-man band is definitely uh, still working for his kids and uh, trying to build that double-wide trailer. <laughs> Happy 40th birthday to Katina Baker. Okay. And also, happy 66th birthday to Jesse Ventura. Jesse the Body, wow, 66. One of oh, my... we have what? another birthday, too. So happy 75th birthday to Mil Masker. Yes, the man of a thousand masks. Uh, a very unique individual and a very uh, unique person. I believe that is... I I don't know if that's Alberto El Patron's dad or his uncle, I think. I think it's his uncle. But Jesse Ventura, you talk about a great guy and a unique guy. I mean, Ken Patera, of course, I watched an interview with him not too long ago from Sean Oliver in, uh, I think it was uh, Wrestling Insiders or whatever it was. And uh, Ken Patera really had some very very unique language, shall we say, of Jesse. And, of course, we know Jesse's history. Of course, he worked with WCW, WWE as a commentator. Of course, he was also a great uh, singles wrestler back in the day. He used to team up with Adrian Adonis, and uh, they formed the East-West Connection. And I believe he also teamed with Dick Murdoch for a time, believe it or not. Yeah, 29 and, years ago today. Uh, well, before you go on, with... sorry, John, before you go on, folks, um, talk about tragedy, however. I do want to point out one more thing, however. Uh, over the past weekend, I did not talk about this in the news quickly, and I want to get this out of the way real quick. Uh, earlier yesterday, however, believe it or not, uh, we heard, however, that George Romero, famed Hollywood uh, horror director who directed movies such as Night of the Living Dead, who grew up in my hometown of Pittsburgh, 
uh, tragically passed away yesterday morning at the age of 77 due to lung cancer. Our uh, thoughts and prayers are with Romero's friends and family today, certainly, however. And Martin Landau, the famed actor who appeared in the TV show Mission Impossible, was also Bella Lugosi in the 1994 comedy from Tim Burton, Ed Wood as Bella Lugosi, however, passed away last night at the age of 88. Our thoughts and prayers with the Landau family today. He was also in the TV show The X-Files, too. All right, July 16th. Yes. 29 years ago today, Bruiser Brody was fatally stabbed in a shower stall in Bayamon, Puerto Rico. You know, we're going to talk about that this afternoon. That is a very unique subject you bring up. Uh, Jose Gonzalez, better known as Invader One, was the man who did Tony Atlas and Savio Vega, and all these people have talked about that. And, you know, it's a shame Brody never has gone and, into uh, the Dutch thing. Mantel, known as Jeff Coulter. Yeah, Dutch Mantel's touched upon that quite a bit, I know. He uh, he says, the word, I remember it was at a baseball stadium in Puerto Rico, and I remember reading that back in the day. That was one of the last wrestling magazines I read for a long time until a few years ago. And I remember reading about the stabbing because, like I said, Savio Vega, Tony Atlas, Dutch Mantel, you said, were all down in Puerto Rico. And the sad part is, uh, here's a guy, Brody, who was in his early 30s, how he had just been married a few years before, had a son, and he had been in wrestling for about 15 years, however, since his early 20s. I think he tried out with the Worldwide Wrestling Federation back in the mid-70s. I think it was like 77, 78, I think it was. And the thing was how a lot of people think Gonzalez was uh, doing it, did it to Brody because apparently Brody stiffed him too hard in a couple matches, I remember. But some people say, however, that wasn't actually the reason. But like I said, that was one of the most surreal, darkest, most horrifying incidents in wrestling history. And to this day, it is still considered one of the most top 20, if not one of the top 10 gruesome incidents in wrestling history. Yeah. 27 years ago today, WWE takes the 27th edition of Saturday Night's main event. Okay, and where was that at? Omaha, Nebraska. Oh, okay, awesome, okay. 22 years ago today, WCW presented Bash at the Beach from Huntington Beach, California. Yes, I do remember that, actually. I do recall that. And I think Hulk, that was, I think when Hogan and the guys did the Baywatch thing, if I remember correctly, right? Mm-hmm. That sounds right. Okay. And I do know also uh, in Pittsburgh, I think Pittsburgh people remember this one. Uh, it was exactly, uh, let me pull it up here on my uh, calendar here. I'm pretty sure I know this. 47 years ago yesterday, however, uh, Pittsburgh's Three Rivers Stadium opened up for the first time, however, against the Cincinnati Reds. Pie trainer, the legendary ball player throughout the first pitch. Of course, uh, the Pirates did lose 3-2, but Willie Stardell hit the first home run in three-year's team history. Of course, that would close up in 2000 and be imploded in 2001, but it was the home for the Pirates and the Steelers for 30-plus years, and of course, was home of so many great memories. It was a unique stadium, like I said, it got imploded in 2001, but it actually opened up on July 16, 1970, just two and a half, three weeks after its home of 61 years, Forbes Field, was closed up, or basically starting to be torn apart, and within a couple of years, it was gone. So, three-year stadium, however, after 47 years ago yesterday, however, uh, was born in Pittsburgh. I think a lot of people might remember that. 16 years ago today, Terry Ray Gordon, Gordy, died of a heart attack caused by a blood clot. 
Yes, uh, one one of the most unique guys, however, in his career, of course, a member of the Freebirds, Freebird Fantasia. Of course, we know about his son wrestling for a while in WWE and Deep South Wrestling down there in the uh, southern part of the country, however. But uh, Terry Gordy, talk about a guy who had a heart of gold, however, no pun intended. I heard there was a lot of people said he was a real bully outside of the ring and as well as he was in the ring. But I heard out different stories. I heard a lot of people said he was just one of the most caring people you could talk to. He was like Michael Hayes. He was like Buddy Jack Roberts. I mean, I've been a Freebird fan for 25 years, however, and I love the Freebirds. They're one of my favorite teams of all time. And I just imagine if Terry Gordy was around today. I could see him doing whatever. Who knows what he'd be up to now. I could see him getting the guys like, hell, if the Mizzy tried to get a swing it on him, I'm sure Bammer would just knock him right on his ass. Hmm. Fifteen years ago today, a SmackDown taping in Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania, Stephanie yes. McMahon returned to WWE programming. Oh, yes, that's right. I do recall that, yes. Uh, Eleven years ago today, TNA presented Victory Road. Yes. Um, four years ago today, Lisa Marie Varon, known as Victoria, was released from TNA. And, you know, I just heard something about, uh, believe me, I just heard something about Victoria. A few weeks ago, I think it was, she was reported backstage or in the WWE uh, SmackDown tapings. I forget where they were. I think it was either in California, maybe, I want to say, or it was maybe before the California trip in L.A. and San Diego. It was maybe, I forget where, but they did not allow her, uh, believe it or not, access backstage. I guess there's still some uneasy feelings between her and WWE. Happy 41st birthday to Bobby Lashley. Yes, Michelle would like hearing that. Indeed, a very unique guy, however, a very interesting guy who, of course, won the ECW Extreme Elimination Chamber back in 2006. All right, and now, let's go to Monday. All right, but before we go to uh, uh, Monday, today, John, uh, you want to give the plug out real quick? I'll be back in two seconds. All right, one seven two four 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 seven four four four. ID is one three eight seven four four. press pound, press 1. We'll be in, like Janie said, we will be here till 5 o'clock. Okay, I'm back. Sorry about that, folks. All right. Um, 27 years ago today, in Ishikawa, Japan, yes. Terry Gordy beat Stan Hansen to win the All Japan Pro Wrestling Triple Crown Championship. Yes, and like I said, if Gordy wasn't about great tag team guy with Dr. Death, Steve Williams, he was definitely a great, unique singles guy. And, of course, we know about... Stan Larry Hansen, former AWA champion, of course, the man who also broke Bruno's neck back in 1976, the year I was born in MSG. His second ring, the brief one. Hmm. He lands in the hospital ten days later due to an overdose on painkillers and is forced to vacate the title. Wow. Crazy. 
23 years ago today, WCW presented their first ever Bash at the Beach. Yes. And it was by, by the first ever televised Hulk Hogan, Rick Flair match, and perhaps helped by Hogan testifying in Vince McMahon's steroid trial. I thought he did that in 92 because I had heard different accounts of it, though, but you're right. Uh, I also know Shaq was there in Orlando, however. That was a really good event. Of course, I think Falkwinkle was the president. Of the and WCW Mr. T show. was there, too. Yep, Mr. T was there. I forgot all about that. That's right. They said it was in Orlando. They had a real good crowd. That's when I started getting back into wrestling again because I had taken my I taken a long sabbatical from wrestling. I think it was right after, I want to say... Yeah, it was after Mania 6, I remember. For about, and I did not see AWA shut down. I didn't see ECW come around. I didn't see WCCW close up shop until I saw different stuff on videos and YouTube and on DVDs and all that such, however. But uh, like I said, there was about a four- or five-year window where I was really a non-fan. I stopped watching nothing altogether in the early 90s. Like I said, the late 80s, about the time before the steroid trial came around and Hogan and Warrior did their thing. It was after Hogan and Warrior, actually. I stopped watching wrestling altogether for a long time. Yeah. Hulk Hogan did beat Ric Flair to win the WCW world title. Yep, and they had a bigger payout than King of the Ring, if you remember that year, too, because yeah. WCW's pay-per-view, this was after Bischoff just taking over the company a year before, if you remember, and I remember seeing on the rise of all WCW DVD, and they said, uh, the King of the Ring that year hadn't done bad, but it hadn't done great, I think, because they were in Baltimore. But when Hogan showed up in WCW, however, and uh, had signed a few months before Bash at the Beach, I think in the spring of 94, and then when they hyped up the match for about six weeks, I think it was between June and early July of 94, around that time, however, the uh, the ratings just started going up and up, and WCW started uh, coming up big, and it wasn't until a year later that Nitro was born. But by the time Hogan and Flair had their first match in WCW, unlike WWE, however, uh, WCW started uh, pulling ahead a little bit in the uh, TV graphic and uh, the fan base, if I remember correctly. Yeah, 17 years ago today, Lance Storm being Mike Austin by submission in the finals of a one-night tournament to win the WCW United States Championship. And it's, how, it's so funny because both of those guys were in the ECW together. I mean, Storm, for the longest time, was a member of the Thrill Seekers, going back to Smoky Mountain Wrestling with Chris Jericho. Uh, he also had done uh, Team Canada in the WCW. He was a pretty good wrestler, still is a good wrestler. He still has his school up there in Canada, I know. Uh, Mike Austin, we know about his history and his battles with Masato Tanaka and Spike Dudley. Uh, six foot six, three oh five. From Tampa, Florida. I mean, this guy just, I mean, would beat the living dog meat out of you. And like I said, all you got to do is watch some of the matches with him and Masato Tanaka or even Spike Dudley. And some of them you can cringe, especially him and uh, Tanaka. Some of those matches they had in Japan, they were incredible. Fifteen years ago today, Sabu made his TNA debut with a win over Malice in a ladder match. Someone told me he's still fighting, believe it or not. Funny you mentioned Sabu, however. I think he's still back in the... I think he took a break for a little while, but I think someone said he got back on the sport not too long ago. Yeah, I did hear something about that. And Sabu's another guy. You talk about a total... I mean, no no pun intended. I don't mean any disrespect to anyone out there, but, I mean, talk about a crazy mf -er. I mean, this guy wrote, I mean, in the 90s when it came to hardcore... Hardcore wrestling. Him and his battles with Terry Funk or teaming up with Rob Van Dam. They were very unique matches. Twelve years ago today, TNA presented 
No Surrender from the Impact Zone at Universal Studios in Orlando, Florida, and it was highlighted by the TNA debut of Rhino. Yes, and look at the man beast now. He is still around, however, uh, teaming up with uh, Heath Slater, believe it or not. How I mean, he's still uh, a pretty good wrestler, i got to say. I mean, I'm not saying anything bad about him, but uh, I think he'd be doing a lot more than teaming up with Heath Slater, if you ask me. All right. Okay. Here we go. Here we go with some more. All right. Ten years ago today at SmackDown Tapin, Tapin in Laredo, Texas. Yes. Edge forfeited the World Heavyweight Championship due to a torn left pectoral muscle he suffered a week earlier. Hmm. And the great call, and there was a 20-man battle royal to take place with the great call Lee winning the World Heavyweight title. And interestingly enough, Batista and Kane fought to no contest in a number one contender's and that non-finish set up a triple threat match for the title at the Great American Dash. Now, yes. this show, I hear, was supposed to be moved from Edmonton. Yeah, I remember hearing that too. Yes, I do recall that. Yeah. Because uh, of the Benoit family tragedy. That's correct. Yes, that's right. Yep. Uh, nine, six years ago today, WWE presented Money in the Bank from the Allstate Arena in Rosemont, Illinois, a suburb of Chicago. And I do think, if memory serves me, was this the battle of Mr. Punk and Mr. Cena? Yes, sir. That was one of the best Money in the Bank main events I ever recall, and I think that was also, and I know, like I said, how I remind you, how I, like I That's said. Me, and it won Wrestling Observer's Newsletter Best Major Show Award in 2011. And that main event featuring Cena versus Punk won that publication's Match of the Year award. Yep, and of course he took the belt, went back home, however, put the belt in his fridge, if you remember, too. Yep. And this belt was awarded five stars. Yes. And right so, it was a great match, yes. Good. Huh. Did I hear somebody? No, no, you're okay. I thought so. I thought I heard something, too. Be going. No. I'm keeping an eye on the call. I'm watching the chat box, too. Yeah, four years ago today, TNA's Big Summer Blood let me continue with the releases of Bruce Pritchard and D'Lo Brown. Yeah, and Bruce Pritchard uh, is now done on a, a new video, however, he talks about 1990 with WWF, believe it or not. All right. And we got some good birthdays here. Happy okay. 31st birthday, to Larry Lacey Von Erich. Yes. The niece of Carrie Von Erich. Very unique uh, individual. Yes. Happy 43rd birthday to uh, Daphne. Yes. And sadly enough, today would have been the happy 58th birthday to Randy Anderson. Yes, Pee Wee Anderson. Very, very, very unique individual. And very and humble official, to say the least. And do you know what he was most famously the official the official for? Uh, yeah, if I remember correctly, I think it was it had to do with Benoit, I think, I'm thinking. I'm thinking it was Benoit and, no 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 um uh, no yeah. What happened on July seventh, nineteen ninety six? 
Oh, yeah, you're right. Okay, you're right. The infamous hostile takeover. You're right. I forgot all about that. You're right. Yes, you are correct. Yeah, he refereed that match while he was getting treated for testicular cancer. That's right. And also, happy birthday, too, to former WWE and ECW competitor Mike Knox, turning 39, and Mojo Raleigh, believe it or not, however, turning 31. Believe it or not. Yep. Now, all right. Before we continue on, however, let's just tell you real quick. We have just heard uh, a little bit early on through Joseph Lee. He has told us that next week in a no DQ match, it will be Finn Balor taking on Elias Sampson, and Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose will take on The Miz, Axel, and Bo Dallas in a two-on-three handicap match. Again, that is actually, I believe, however, going to be happening next week. And also, believe it or not, we have heard, according to reports, Caitlyn Jenner told AM 970 in New York that she is considering running for the U.S. Senate in California, believe it or not. Oh, please. No, I'm not joking. Move over Kid Rock. According to this Joseph Lee's report on 411 News. Well, you can talk about this. Here's the story, folks, in case you're curious. Move over, Kid Rock, because a new celebrity is considering a run for U.S. Senate. Caitlyn Jenner told AM 970 New York that she is considering running for the U.S. Senate in California. Jenner would likely Jenner would likely run as a Republican, given her political history, to which she said she said recently, "I have considered it. I like the political side of it. The political side of it has always been very intriguing to me. Over the last next six months or so, I have to find out where I can do a better job. Can I do a better job from the outside, kind of working the perimeter of the political scene, being open to talk to anybody, or are you better off from the inside? And we are in the process of determining that." Jenner said that she would try to push for a more progressive stance on LGBT issues along with the general Republican platform. She went on to add, The perception of the Republican Party is that they're all about rich white guys trying to make money. I would hope in the next generation that we can change the perception of the Republican Party and make it the party of equality. Now, Jenner would have a tough road converting any LGBT voters as only 21% of polled LGBT Americans have Republican leanings or identify with the party. Her critics have called her politics, quote, breathtakingly clueless. She supported Ted Cruz in the past, who has been criticized for his regressive LGBT policy and belief, though, mind you, also. So there you go. Very interesting <laughs> things going on. And also, one last bit of entertainment news to report. R. Kelly is back in the news, according to BuzzFeed.com, as apparently he has been accused of abuse, keeping women in an abusive cult. According to reports, BuzzFeed has a new lengthy report detailing accusations against the rap superstar by parents who claim he's keeping women prisoner in an abusive cult. The parents of the children say they are fighting to get their daughters out of the brainwashed environment. A woman named simply, quote, Jay, who is described as a devout stage mom who moved to Atlanta with her husband Tim to help her daughter get into music, in which the daughter was not named in the report, and they claim that she was backstage in 2015 when she was 19 after being told by Kelly that was helpful with her music career, however, said, she looked like a prisoner. It was horrible. I hugged her and hugged her, but she kept saying that she's in love, and Kelly's the only one who cares for her. I don't know what to do. I hope that if I get her back, I can get her treatment for victims of cults. They can reprogram her, but I wish I could have stopped it from happening. So there you go, folks. Some very interesting developments going on in the world of entertainment, to say the least. 
Now, before we continue on, ladies and gentlemen, however, a quick side note here. Of course, this Thursday, ladies and gentlemen, we will be back on the top peel once again, 140562 at 7 p.m. Jordan. I will be back in the saddle along with whoever else comes on the line. And also, ladies and gentlemen, at 9 o'clock, ladies and gentlemen, we will be back with a very special Wolfpack Halloween Good Show, 138521-pound. And then on Friday, ladies and gentlemen, we'll have the week wrap-up, power. With Revolution, of course, John and I will probably either Thursday or Friday night give you our battleground predictions as well. We'll do it here today. Hey, 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 Chaney, Chaney. Yes. I have some breaking news. Oh, John's got some breaking news here first, folks, to the series. So let's go to uh, right now, uh, John, in the news desk. John, what do you got for us? All right. This was posted at 1.15 p.m. on Cage Side Seat. Paige's family stripped Alberto El Patron of their promotions championship without even mentioning him. Hmm. Interesting. Yep. Interesting. Very interesting. Yeah, I heard something about that, too. And uh, also tonight, ladies and gentlemen, for you basketball fiends out there, uh, you can see Lonzo Ball back on television. It seems like all Lonzo Ball all the time for the past week, week and a half. Seems to be the story on ESPN2, you and ESPN regular, as they will be playing their, I believe, their final summer league game coming up tonight, Howard, at 10 p.m., live from Las Vegas at the MGM. I'm not real sure, but that's what I've heard so far. And, of course, also later this week, ladies and gentlemen, coming up, of course, ladies and gentlemen, live from Southport, England, of course, ladies and gentlemen, Howard, you can uh, have a chance to watch the oldest major in professional golf, the British Open, and it gets underway at 1.30 in the morning till uh, 4 p.m. on the Golf Channel, Thursday and Friday. Saturday, of course, from 4.30 to 7 a.m. on the Golf Channel, and then from 7 to 3 on NBC. Sunday from 4 a.m. to 7 p.m., and then from 7 a.m. to 2 p.m. Live this week, however, from the World Borkdale Links Tower in Southport, England. Of course, Henrik Stenson is the defending champion after winning it last year. There's early reports saying at this point, possibly this week, ladies and gentlemen, however, that possibly Stenson might retain uh, the championship and get the jug for the second time. Still others are thinking it could be Dustin Johnson, who won the U.S. Open last year at Oakmont Country Club just outside Pittsburgh in my neck of the woods, or even Ricky Fowler, who had a pretty good week this past week over in Europe, however, and who is already over in Europe being prepared for the Open. Many people are saying that right now it's a toss-up between him, Jordan Spieth, and also some other guys maybe of capturing the jug. And, of course, next Monday, folks, here on Raw Radio after uh, Battleground, we will talk, of course, about the aftermath of the Open and also Battleground as well. Speaking of Battleground, ladies and gentlemen, as I did point out, ladies and gentlemen, of course, this uh, Thursday night or Friday night, of course, John and I will have your predictions for you as well as here today, and also who knows a better two might be made along the way this week, folks. Of course, it'll be coming to you live from the Wells Fargo Center in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. This Monday, next Monday, they will be in the John's Neck of the Woods, the nation's capital. Two weeks from today, however, or should I say yes, I should say that, two weeks from today that WWE Raw will be coming to my neck of the woods, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania at the Console Energy Center, the PPG Paints Arena. Tickets are still on sale for uh, Battleground, we understand, this Sunday in Philadelphia as well as next Monday's show in John's Neck of the Woods at the Verizon MCI Center in the nation's capital, Washington, D.C., as well as Monday Night Raw two weeks from today in Pittsburgh, if you will, at the PPG Paints Arena or the Console Energy Center, whatever you want to call it. Then two weeks from tomorrow, of course, SmackDown, ladies and gentlemen, we coming to you live from the Quicken Loans Arena in LeBron James' hometown of Cleveland, Ohio, in the Big Q. And, of course, a week from uh, tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen, in the Richmond Coliseum in Richmond, Virginia, uh, they will be having SmackDown Live live from the Cavalier State of Virginia in Richmond, not far from John's Neck of the Woods, 
and our own Michelle Lindahl, I understand, I believe, along with her son Caleb, will be attending that show next Tuesday night. With that said, folks, let's talk about Battleground right now. There are already six matches listed uh, going into this uh, Sunday show. Before we break down the show for you, we got to tell you the theme for the show is Whatever It Takes by Imagine Dragons. And it seems like Whatever It Takes, how is going to be the norma theme here for this particular show. John, on paper, it doesn't look like a bad show, but uh, the question is, could it be a little bit better than Money in the Bank? What's your early assessment of Battleground? Yeah, I think it'll be good. Well, I hope so. I mean, I didn't think Money in the Bank was all that great. You know, I had very mixed emotions of uh, Money in the Bank. Of course, we all know what happened there. Uh, Last month, of course, in St. Louis, 15,392 did show up for that show on Father's Day. 16,579 did show up last week in Dallas. Hopefully, they should have a good turnout at the Wells Fargo Center this week in Philadelphia, if you will. This is the first time I believe they've been back to Philadelphia since March. So uh, let's take a look at the card and give you our predictions right now. And, of course, we hope to hear from you guys as well. If you want to give us a call right now, of course, the chat box is open. We are, again, expecting, hopefully, a plethora of guests, including here in the 4 o'clock hour in just a little while, Mr. WCW Chad Hinshaw, the Black Widows, Health Michelle Lindodds, the King, Gerard T. Smith, and also the Heartbreak Kid Fonzie. So hopefully all four of them will be coming all on in the 4 o'clock hour. Any of those guys will be stopping by here as we will be here till 5 o'clock this afternoon. Okay, here we go. Again, these matches are in no particular order, ladies and gentlemen, so we're going to go through these very, very quickly and give you our early predictions and thoughts. We'll start off, of course, with a very unique one. AJ Styles versus Kevin Owens. AJ Styles defeated the Face of America two weeks ago in MSG. Can he hold on to the U.S. title after defeating the man he won the belt from, or does the man win the belt back, referring to the pastor of the pop-up powerbomb, Kevin Owens, we'll have to wait and see. John, how do you like this matchup, and who is your prediction in this one? Well, I thought Kane was going to walk in with the belt at Battleground as champion, but I guess it was wrong. Yes, we saw that a few weeks ago, ladies and gentlemen, of course. Uh, we saw that in MSG. Of course, a lot of people were very, very surprised, however, mind you. Uh, but uh, that being said, who is your uh, prediction this one? Excuse me. AJ's going to win this one. Do you think AJ's going to find a way to win the belt back? Hmm, interesting. Yeah, I think so, too. I think Kevin Owens might be going on to bigger and better things, at least I think on paper. Uh, whether or not that includes the World Heavyweight title on SmackDown, that remains to be seen. I think AJ's still going to stay champion for a little bit longer. I think maybe through SummerSlam and into the early part of September. And uh, maybe drop the belt sometime in September. But we'll have to wait and see how that goes. I agree with you there. So uh, that's my prediction as well. Up next, uh, one of the better matches on the card. This is the match I'm really looking forward to seeing. Two of my faves here. The King of Strong Style, Shinsuke Nakamura, the two-time NXT World Champion, taking on the Lone Wolf, Mr. Money in the Bank himself, Baron the Beast Corbin. Who do you like in this one? Oh, I think Shinsuke's gonna, Shinsuke is going to win. Ooh, you're going to go with Nakamura, huh? Yeah, this is a tough one for me to decide. How I like both comparisons. As I said, I've been a fan of these guys forever and a day, even before they broke into WWE back in their uh, previous days. Corbin, of course, a former football player. Nakamura, a pretty good wrestler in his own right over the years in Japan with uh, federations like Noah. Uh, I'm going to go with Corbin. I think Corbin's going to pull upset here. I'm going to go against you in this one. I think Corbin, the Lone Wolf, is hungry right now. He's been on a roll as of late. I'm going to stay with my... Uh, pick from Money in the Bank, and I'm going to take the uh, Lone Wolf himself, and it's going to be a great battle. I wish this was a, a main event match in any lingo, however, but it's not going to be, which is a shame. I'm going to say Mr. Money in the Bank uh, finds a way to get the job done and pulls off the upset against uh, Mr. Uh, Nakamura. 
Okay, up next, however, will be a fatal five-way of match to determine who will face Naomi at SummerSlam. It will be Charlotte taking on Becky, taking on Natty, taking on Tamina, taking on, yep, you guessed it, people. Lana's going to be involved here again. I don't know why they're throwing her in this, however. It just doesn't make any sense to me because she hasn't done anything since she came back. John, who do you like in this one? I'm going to go with Charlotte. You're going to go with Charlotte, okay. And you know what? I'm going to agree with you there. I think Charlotte, after what happened at uh, Money in the Bank, however, is definitely worked out power here. Uh, they just continue to screw my girl Becky, which is a shame. I wish Becky had uh, a lot going for her right now, but right now it seems like they haven't done anything right with her at all. Uh, Natty still, as I think, just I think she's near the end of her rope or slowing down more and more. Tamina's done okay since she came back, but Lana just has been a major, major bust since she's returned. So, yeah, I would have to agree with you. I'm going to go with Charlotte as well. Okay, up next, the Usos and the Champs taking on the New Day for the tag team titles. Uh, we know about the history of these teams. Are. Uh, John, who do you got in this one? The New Day. You're going to go with the New Day to take the tag team belts off of Jimmy and Jay. Interesting. Well, I'm surprised they're not throwing uh, Brizongo here or the Fashion Police however, a bone here. I mean, I wish they would. They're really crapping all over them, too, I feel. You know what? I'm going to go against you again. I'm going to take the Usos. I think the Usos, as crazy as it sounds, however, I think right now are the hottest team right now on SmackDown. They've done pretty good as champions. Even though they could be doing a little bit more, however, I think the Usos are going to find a way to get the job done. I want to say the Usos find a way to retain, and I think this sets up maybe a matchup between them and the Fashion Police, maybe at SummerSlam, unless they have something else in the store. But I'm going to go with the Usos in this one. Okay, up next, however, is a unique match of its own, a flag match. John Cena of the Red, White, and Blue taking on the Bulgarian Brooders. I like to call him the Bulgarian Bully as well as any other name, the Bulgarian you-know-what, uh, here in a flag match. Who do you got in this one? I'm saying Cena will. Yeah, I think Cena wins here, too. I think it's a no-brainer. I think Cena gets this done and moves on to the title scene, which we're going to talk about now. And this is, of course, the third and possibly last match with these two, however. The Maharaja of Madness, the Punjabi prince, as he calls himself, Jinder Mahal and his boys, the Singh brothers, takes on the Viper Randy one. And we know Randy is seething after what happened at Money in the Bank, however. Could we see Randy capture the title? Could we see a Cena Orton feud here at SummerSlam? Or could we see Cena and Jinder Mahal? John, what do you think? Um, I say Jinder's going to retain here. Mmm, so you're going with Jinder, huh? Interesting, interesting here. You know what? I'm going to go with Randy. I think Randy's going to find a way to really get his hands all over Jinder this time. However, the Singers aren't going to do anything about it. They're going to try their way to get into the Punjabi structure. I think they're going to pay the ultimate price. I think Jinder's going to be in for a world of pain here. I really do, and I would not be surprised if Jinder gets really, really messed up here. I would not be surprised if we see any blood here either, too. This is going to be a very physical match, if you ask me. Uh, I'm going to go with the Viper in this one. So we disagree on three of these six, folks. Uh, another couple of matches we might see out there. Uh, maybe, John, uh, maybe you could throw out one or two that we could see as an extra bonus match or two, possibly. Uh Well, I'm going to say the Hype Bros take on the Fashion Police will be one. That's one of mine. And another one I think I could be in the works, maybe, maybe now, uh, is going to be uh, possibly Sami Zayn versus uh, Mike Bennett and Maria. I think that's the way they're setting it up. So those are my two bonus matches, though, as I think they'll add those two at the last minute, Howard, and make it an eight-match card. Because you've got six matches already. 
And I think you need two more to fill the card out. But again, you could put one of these matches as a pre-show. You never know. You just never know. I want to wait and see. In the meantime, folks, however, it's just around quarter to four here on this rare Monday afternoon. We hope you're trying to stay cool here despite the heat and humidity right now. I know it's a little warm wherever you're at. I know in my neck of the woods it's in the upper 80s right now, near 90. I'm sure it's not pretty warm uh, down in your neck of the woods, John, and uh, everything. So, uh, like I said, however, hopefully you're staying cool and everyone's staying cool down there. In the meantime, we're going to talk about last week's Raw, ladies and gentlemen, however, for a little while before we have any of our uh, other regulars. Uh, swing by here in just a little bit, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, John, let's talk about last Monday night's Raw, however. Uh, some highlights for you and some uh, non-highlights that really stuck out for you in Houston. Yeah. Rock, Samoa, and um, and Roman Reigns. That was cool. Yep. And, of course, there's been talk they might be doing a four-way. Of course, tonight we understand... Uh, Roman will be fighting tonight, uh, Samoa Joe tonight. But you know, the question is, will that be our main event tonight, possibly, in Nashville? And the winner of that could be facing Brock. Uh, we have not heard if Brock will be in Nashville tonight or will be in D.C. next week. We'll have to keep an eye on that. Uh, definitely, Heller. Anything else? Um, Kurt Angle. Yep. Of course, we did talk about that whole thing with Kurt Angle, and uh, we do want to acknowledge Guestry is now logging in the chat. Guestry, welcome to the show, however. Uh, if you want to call in, please give us a call. Uh, you have our number, 1724-444-7044, call ID 138744-POUND. Um, anything else uh, stand out for you? I think that's all. All right. Uh, I would say for me, I agree with you about the whole Roman thing. I thought that was pretty good. The Angle thing was another thing that caught my eye. Uh, one thing that kind of really, uh, I wouldn't say disappointed me, but really I'm just getting tired of seeing weekly. On I the think weekly the tease of the return of the Shield was one of my highlights. Yeah, the whole Dean, Seth thing. I was just going to talk about that. Yes, the whole thing with uh, Dean and Seth involving uh, the Miz, Taraj, and Miz. Of course, Miz, Maurice, Bo Dallas, and the Axeman. Yes, certainly. And joining us now live, ladies and gentlemen, on the line is he is just coming on the line right now, ladies and gentlemen. He is Ric Flair's neighbor, if you will. He is already the man who always bars, lets uh, Ric Flair bar his caddy whenever he gets a chance to chase the women all over town, if you will, ladies and gentlemen. Please welcome from Trinity, North Carolina, here on episode 102, the man, the myth, the legend himself. He is uh, Party Time Central himself, ladies and gentlemen. Mr. WCW himself, Chad Hinshaw. Chad, how are you today? <laughs> uh, first off, you can hang out. I'll be for a little bit chase women around, man. You are. Oh, man. Second of all, I'm doing all right. And third of all, hold on one second. No problem, no problem. And, of course, we'll be with Chad here momentarily, folks. We're going to be discussing quite a bit of news with Chad here on the air today, as he will have a lot to, uh, I'm sure, address to everyone today. And, uh, as we said, Guestry is in the chat box. So, Guestry, again, we do want to look at you, and if you do want to come in on the line, please uh, feel free to give us a call here today. Uh, some other news going on. I'm trying to find some others. John, I'm sure you heard the news uh, also before we get back to Chad here in a minute about Ezekiel Elliott, believe it or not, is back in the news again, apparently, from the Dallas Cowboys. Apparently, over the weekend, they said he was involved with a little incident of a bar, let's just say, uh, where they said, he, according to reports, they were dispatched to the bar last night around 9.45 p.m., and he was assaulted. He was then taken to the hospital, non-life-threatening injuries, a Dallas spokesman said from 103.5 FM, the fan in Dallas, that the investigation is ongoing and no arrests or suspects have been charged yet. But Ezekiel, this is a guy 
who got into trouble when he was in college at Ohio State. This is a guy who earlier this year opened up the shirt of a woman, however, at a bar in Dallas. I mean, can't this guy ever keep his nose clean, apparently? Well, first of all, Well, hold on. John, sorry, sorry said, go ahead, uh, John, I'll get your answer now. I'll get Chad's answer to that in a second, too. Go ahead. Okay, uh, well... Like I said, uh, first off, I had to step away for a minute, so I didn't get all of that, but I got tail end of it. Uh, uh, but from what you told me, from what you just said, uh, uh, the answer to your question is no, he cannot. So. Yeah, I would agree. I would definitely agree. And uh, John, what about you? Yeah, I agree. And I would agree too, guys. I would definitely agree. Uh, Chad, we were also talking about the whole Kurt Angle incident. We kind of talked offline about this over the weekend. Uh, we were still, we're still hearing reports about who it could be today. Uh, there's been speculation throughout the day. It could be Stephanie McMahon. There's been talk. It could be Dixie Carter. Uh, we know they are in uh, TNA's backyard tonight, technically in Nashville. Let's get your spin and take on the ordeal. Well, you gotta think about you gotta think about it like this. I mean, Kurt Angle, uh, like I said, you know, uh, started his uh, fixed up a real huge reputation, of course, in the WWE, and of course he left his mark. Was pretty much what I'm trying to say. <clears throat> then, of course, like I said, he went on to, uh, to to actually expand that mark a little bit more, like I said, in TNA. Uh, but uh, but. Did we ever think that you know that that during this uh, you know this next chapter in his life you know he just just the, just this year being inducted into the you know Hall of WWE Hall of Fame and all and then all of a sudden being given the position of uh, you know Raw GM here that all of a sudden something would is something coming back to haunt Kareem? That's the burning question. Uh, like you say, he's uh, you know Corey Graves has been showing him the text here and there. Uh, you know who 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 could it be? I mean, yeah. you you name some good, you name some obvious uh, some obvious fingerheads here. You name Stephanie McMahon. You name Dixie Carter. Uh, mm-hmm. You know it could be Vince. It could be Triple H. It could be. Right. Uh, uh, I mean, who else? Who else could be? Who else does does Kurt Angle know? Who else? Kringle's past would, well, you know, would 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 they get to come back in, uh, and 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 do this? You know, mm-hmm. I mean that that that's the uh, that's also like a burning the burning question here too. But I mean, more and more keep has been said mm-hmm. about this ordeal. More and more people are saying that they're pointing the fingers directly at Dixie Carter. Right. I mean, you know, I mean, you no, know, we 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 said, you know. You know, they're over the weekend here. We we said it best. I mean, a lot of people are hoping that it's not her. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, why why would like I said, you know, when you know when Tina you know had his his problem problems and everything, uh, you know, and Dixie Carter's no longer in the picture, why in the world would she want to come and stick her nose in the WWE unless, of course, it was a plant. Which I doubt for I don't know if it was a plant or not, but right. but it, that's just pure speculation. But I mean, why in the world would she come come now? You know, like I said, when Kurt Angle, like I said, is is you know is one hundred percent once was was once again one hundred percent WWE in my personal opinion. Right. Why in the world would she come back? Out of all people, why would she come 
you know, to like, like to WWE, you know, uh, where Kurt Angle actually made his mark, you know, that in pro wrestling, and all of a sudden, you know, you know, come back to haunt him like this. I mean, what yeah. was 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 it that the fact that she was that he was that he owed her something? I mean, did she come yeah. to collect? I mean, was it uh, you know was it for her to assume a a big role in WWE, you know, possibly over Kurt Angle. I mean, you know, if that was the case, you know, I don't think Kurt Angle would pretty much. Right. I don't think Kurt Angle would really, you know, uh, would be too satisfied with that. Right. He appeared on Kurt's new DVD last week, how, and is on the new Kurt DVD, which I still am baffled by. And speaking, we'll talk more about this in a second. And join us now on the line to talk about this as well. How we'd like to get his thoughts on this as well as uh, our good friend, the Heartbreak Kid, Fonzie. Fonzie, welcome to episode 102. You got Chad, myself, and John. Uh, we were talking about Dixie Carter possibly showing up on Raw tonight. What yeah, is your, no. What is your uh, I, take on this? I think, I think it's going to be Kirk Angle's wife. I have a feeling hmm. that she's going to help him out. It could be. Yeah. It could be. It could be. You know. She, uh, she helped Kurt Angle with a TNA. Right, that's true. That is true. Right, so. There's been talk about that, like, too. But there's also uh, been talk that uh, you might have somewhat of a love child in Chad Gable. I don't know if that's the case. Uh, one thing we did, we have talked about repeatedly, it seems like forever and a day for the last, I don't know, how many months and weeks, however, is obviously Alberto El Patron and Paige. John and I touched oh. upon it. Yeah, apparently, John just mentioned it a little bit ago, he was apparently stripped of their world title. We have now, in uh, World Association of Wrestling, uh, apparently over the weekend we heard, however, and I did mention this also to you, Chad, and John, I kind of mentioned it to you off the line as well. I think I kind of touched upon it with you a little too, but uh, there has been talk about that apparently that this was nothing more than a simple sham. This was a simple setup all along. However, I don't know where they're going from this. I really don't know how they're going to continue this whole thing going on. Uh, we talked quite a bit of this a little bit last week, but of course we touched upon it more throughout the week last week however, after we got all the facts in. Now there's more developments coming into the story. However, saying that apparently this was nothing more than a ruse. This was just a setup by both of these guys. Chad, please elaborate your thoughts about this whole thing now. About what is it again? I'm sorry. Apparently they're saying now that this was a whole ruse, this was a setup all along, this was nothing more than a sham between uh, Alberto El Patron and Patron, that they just wanted people to feel sorry for them. And I know John had no comment on the issue, but uh, there's been some talk that this was all nothing more than a setup between Patron and Page. Uh well well like I said like we've been talking about here about this whole situation, I mean well, if, if they wanted, if they wanted to be, you know, if they wanted to talk about this and all, why, why in the, why in the world, you know, if they want, if they want that, I mean, they don't need, you know, to gain their 15 minutes of fame for crying out loud because I mean, they've got it. I mean, the thing about it is they're, you know, they're um, already famous superstars. I mean. It was you know, discussed last week. I mean, they're they're already famous. Uh, you know, like I said, Paige well known in WWE. Uh, Alberto, of course, like I said, back and forth with him, and uh, of course, uh, now like I said, their current champion. I mean, uh, and and then of course, uh, this thing, this whole thing is just pretty much gone out of whack here. First of all, I said. You know, you know, if this thing, if this thing was, if this thing was staged and all, then, 
you know, you're going to have a lot of people here going to start turning their backs on both Alberto and Page if they, if they haven't already done it. Because I mean, let's 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 face facts here. Let's face facts here. Yeah. You know, they don't need any more publicity than they already have. They've got plenty of it because, like I said, they're already in the they're already in the spotlight. They're already in the they're already in the uh, limelight here, of course, because of their uh, because of their uh, association with wrestling. I mean, they're already technically famous is, is the best term. Right. I could yeah. Think. Oh yeah. But they don't. But but, they, but like I said, if they're looking for for another outlet outside of this, you know, this was not the way to do it. This was there. There's plenty of other ways that you that, that both of them. If this was in fact a ruse, you know, there would have been other ways that they could they they could have done it instead. You know, acting like you know that there was something wrong in between them and all that. No, 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 no. no this is this right here is the most hokiest thing I have I have ever I have ever heard and seen. Uh, heard and seen, like I said, and, and, and for them to you know gain the, gain national attention as a result of it. I mean, I mean, the thing about it is wrestling is already well known in a whole bunch of circles and all that. And by these two, you know, doing what they did and all that, if in fact this is, if this is in fact a ruse, like like you said, which I mean, that's that, that's the best term I can think of it. Yeah, yeah. You know, like they're they're they're, they're giving wrestling a black eye because, like I said, I mean, they're they're hurting, you know, they're they're hurting their fellow superstars. Like I said, not just in WWE, not just in Global Force. But on the, ind- the independent circuit, who are trying to make a name for themselves and all that, you know, they may start. They may start spreading to those who might want to get into wrestling and become big time here with that. It might say, okay, well, wait a minute. Well, if this is what, if this is something that you know that you can do while you're a fa- famous wrestler or something, then you know I don't need, need to go off and do this. This is going to tear up a whole lot of young of, of young wrestlers, uh, young person's dreams right here and there. You know that if this is something, if they're if they're saying this is the way to go in order to, you know, get get the, the light shine on, shine on them, and that's just what it was. I mean, I'm sure that's what it was. I mean, nothing more than like they wanted the light on them and nobody else, and you know they don't really care who they hurt or who they get by in order to make that happen. So I mean, my 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 personal take here is, if this is in fact, you know, a a scam, a ruse. Whatever you want to call it and all that, I don't feel sorry for them because of that. Nope. You know that that they shouldn't have, like I said they should have pulled the wool over everybody's eyes like that. You know I mean they're, they're pretty much they're, re, they're what they're basically also doing. They're taking you know and this might sound kind of out of whack here. I don't mean to put this in the put it in this way. That's the best way I can think of. What they're taking is they're doing something similar to a wrestling storyline, and all they're simply doing is that they're they're expanding it out beyond. You know what they do in the arena. They're 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 out there in the open and all yeah. and doing all this. So I mean, I personally don't. Uh, I mean, if, that, if that's what this is all, that, that's what this is. Just for them to get get a little little, little, little bit uh, notarized, notarized here and all that. I don't feel sorry for them for doing it because this is not the way you're supposed to do that. You're supposed to do something that a lot of people will look up to and be worthwhile and all that before you're supposed to. You, Get uh, you know notice now. Don't do anything stupid, you know, to get notice. If you do that and all that, you're going to go down the wrong path, and that's exactly what both of them are doing. Good point. Very good point there, Chad. Uh, Fonzie, let's get your take on this whole ordeal with Paige and Del Rio. What's your spin and take? And uh, JD and JD, before you go to, I'm sorry, Fonzie. JD, before you do that, uh, I'm going to stay on the line 
but I do have to step away for just for the uh, a couple minutes. That's fine. If you're going to hear me for the last little bit and all that, no I'll uh, and I'll uh, be I'll be back on here momentarily. No problem. Take your time. Okay, uh, Fonzie, go right ahead, please. Uh, like Chad said, I agree with him. Trying to give them medical attention. Yeah, but that's no way to work. Yes. You're not going to be famous like that. There no. you are, but you're not going to get a, in the Hall of Fame just by doing that. Yeah. Yeah, but I agree with Chad 100% with that. So. Certainly, certainly, no question. Good point, good point around. Uh, another thing uh, we talked about too, Fonzie, while Chad's offline, however, we did discuss, however, uh, today obviously was uh, the whole thing involving Battleground. We kind of did our predictions, so if you want to get your predictions now, we can get them in. And okay. So here are the matches uh, this Sunday again. There are six matches listed right now. Let's get your answer to these matches. AJ Styles versus KO for the U.S. title. AJ. All right. Shinsuke Nakamura, however, mind you, versus Baron Corbin. Nakamura. Oh, you're going to take Nakamura. You and John with him, okay? Charlotte versus Becky versus Natty versus Tamina versus Lana. Fatal five-way to decide who will be uh, taking on Naomi at the uh, SummerSlam pay-per-view. Charlotte Flair. Oh, you're going to take Charlotte, too. Cena versus Rusev. Cena, baby. All right, and he was on The View today, by the way. The Usos versus The New Day for the tag team titles. New Day Rock. All right, so going with New Day, you and John are the only ones going with New Day so far, okay. Uh, and finally, Jinder with the Singh Brothers versus Randy Orton in the Punjabi prison. RKO. All right, you and I are with RKO. John's the only one with Jinder. Okay. Uh, let's see, some other news going on uh, today. Of course, we did mention, of course, uh, some entertainment news earlier. George Romero, the legendary Hollywood actor, of course, and director, Passed away yesterday at the age of 77. Martin Landau. Yeah, no. And, of course, Martin Landau, famous actor who played the role of Bella Lugosi and Ed Wood. And it was on the TV show back in the day of Mission Impossible, Peter Graves, better known as Captain yep. Over. And also in the X-Files trilogy, passed away last night at the age of 87. So our thoughts and prayers are with him and his friends and family today, both him and Mr. Romero. So certainly uh, very sad to see them go. Uh, also, ladies and gentlemen, and I just mentioned this to John a few minutes ago, we heard that next week, apparently, Finn will be fighting Elias Sampson uh, in a no-DQ match. Seth and Dean will be taking uh, teaming up together to face The Miz, Curtis Axel, and Bo Dallas in the nation's capital next week. So those are just some of the matches going on for next week. We do know that Roman Reigns will be taking on tonight, however, unfortunately, however, uh, Samoa Joe. That is going to be very interesting to see how that one will be played a part of. Uh, also today, ladies and gentlemen, in fact, uh, I, I, just a few minutes ago, past the 4 o'clock hour here now, and I know uh, Fonzie, I'm sure, heard this, and I mean, I'm sure maybe John did too. Uh, there has been reports, however, that earlier today there was some kind of talk about the Steelers trying to sign their running back, 
Lamar, or excuse me, not Lamar, uh, Le'Veon Bell instead. That time has gone and passed. I don't think they have signed him, so he will be playing through this year and then testing free agency next year. As a result, he will be paid up to $12 million this year to play for the Steelers. So apparently with the Steelers starting training camp just around the corner, he will be uh, apparently, however, mind you, playing for the Steelers through this year, folks, however, but apparently he has not gotten a new contract whatsoever, so it looks like he will not be, uh, uh, like I said, getting a new contract anytime soon, especially with training camp just around the corner. Now, also earlier today, and I'm sure Fonzie may have seen this in the Pittsburgh paper, there was a story about Martavius Bryant, believe it or not, the former current CEO wideout who, well, let's just say, has not changed much despite the fact that uh, he just got off the suspension a while ago. So, folks, uh, some football news to report to you there. Uh, in the meantime, let's give you the number again, one seven two four 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 seventy forty four. Call ID, one three eight seven four four pounds This is episode 102 of Raw Radio. Of course, next week we will be back with episode number 103. And, of course, don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, of course, this Sunday, of course, as I've mentioned before, and I know Chad will talk about it here when he returns and tells you what's going on this throughout this week, ladies and gentlemen. We will have a very special edition of Revolution Radio this Sunday afternoon at 5 p.m., of course, some bets might be made. The call ID is 138055-POUND. Of course, tomorrow night we will be talking about Raw as well from tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, of course, at 1130 tonight also, ladies and gentlemen, or just after 1130, I should say, be sure to check John's uh, Raw rant, however, on Facebook.com, however, at G-R-O-H-S. Of course, he'll talk a lot, I'm sure, about uh, the Battleground uh, pre, uh, prediction show, of course, with his thoughts, however, as well as uh, the thoughts from tonight's show as well and what will happen after all. As we understand that uh, coming up after all, there is supposed to be a very special, unique sit-down with Kurt Angle tonight following the Monday Night Raw show uh, tonight there in Music City, USA, uh, Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, let's see, some other news going on. I'm just pulling some stuff up here, guys, so please bear with me here. Um... Hmm, let me think here, let me think here, what else is going on? Um, of course, as I did mention, ladies and gentlemen, uh, WWE will be coming out with some new videos very, very soon. However, of course, we're looking at it right now. We understand that coming up, uh, believe it or not, I believe next week, yes, it is next week, they will have Extreme Rules and Money in the Bank on DVD. Then on August 1st, they will have Kurt Angle, the Essential Collection. Then on October 3rd, ladies and gentlemen, you can get WWE's 1997 Dawn of the Attitude on DVD or Blu-ray. And for regular DVD on the 24th, they will have a very special edition of uh, Survivor Series called 30 Years of Survivor Series. Now, here is, uh, like I said, folks, how I'm trying to find out right now if I can find it here. Uh, I just thought a second ago, folks, so bear with me. Uh, Like I said, uh, just had it here. Here we go. Uh, we do understand we have had the listing of the full content of the WWE 19 matches that will be listed on the Dawn of the Attitude DVD. And here are some of the matches that you will see on this DVD coming out in October. Uh, this is a two-disc set on Blu-ray, and I believe on regular DVD it is a three-disc set, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, it is. And here are some of the things you will see on this DVD. First off. Hey, JD. Yes. Uh let me call you back when I get home. I'm on the road right now, so. Okay, well, we're going to be here for another lesson until 5. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll I'll call you in, like, in probably, like, in 10 or 15 minutes. No problem. Take your time. All right. Yep. Okay. Bye-bye. All right, fine. I am, well, uh, Fonzie has stepped in out for a few minutes. He says that he will return to the line here shortly, as well as Mr. Dice Chad Hinshaw. Uh, John, if you want to give out the plug, anything else you want to just maybe uh, let out real quick, I will be right back in five minutes.
pound, press one. We'll be here till five o'clock, people. Okay, I'm back. All right, welcome back. Thank you. And as I said, folks, um, those of you who did not hear, as I did mention, and I will mention it one more time, for you football fanatics, Le'Veon Bell has not come to terms on his contract. He will be playing out the remaining portion of his contract. Uh, however, I did see, however, something that Chad might be interested in, Believe it or not, I don't know if he, this would excite him or not, and I don't know if he's returned to the line. Chad, are you back with us? He's not. Okay. Well, apparently the Carolina Panthers have fired their, uh, believe it or not, however, fired their GM today, Dave Gettleman, believe it or not. Apparently D'Angelo Williams, however, along with a couple other players, most notably uh, Josh Norman and Steve Smith Sr., all had their thoughts on Twitter earlier today, believe it or not. Uh, so, needless to say, they have not said who the new GM is as of right now, but, of course, under Gettleman's leadership, making the playoffs each season from 2013 to 2015, however, believe it or not, after finishing 6-10, and 10, finishing last this last year, the Carolina Panthers decided right before training camp to give him his pink slip. So, the Carolina Panthers are now looking for a new GM. So, Chad, I know if you're listening right now, I'm sure the Carolina Panthers and Jerry Richardson will be with you at some point, however, and ask you to put your resume in for that job or even uh, 
our good friend Mr. Hulkamania, Big Bad Bob Ziggler, if you will. So, Bobby or Chad, uh, the job's open right now in your neck of the woods of Carolina because I'm sure they would want you to take that job if you're up for it. Uh, let's see here. It's about quarter after four here. we still got about 45 minutes to go, obviously. Of course, a lot uh, going down, of course. So, folks, uh, if you want to give us a call, like I said, you want to give us a call. We're here until 5 o'clock. In the meantime, however, uh, hopefully we will also, uh, like I said, uh, have everyone's uh, raw rating prediction here in just a little bit. But in the meantime, we're going to do one of the old traditional standby things that we like to do here on the show from time to time, however. And that is Wicked Wild Fantasy Matchup, so I guess we can spend some time doing that until Chad gets back on the line, of course. And when he comes back, however, I might have an idea for a game or two, however, uh, ladies and gentlemen. So, uh going to like what I have to come up with. So in the meantime, let's go to that right now, and we'll start off the fantasy matchups with John himself. John, uh, go ahead with your first fantasy matchup. Hmm. I'm thinking. Take your time. No problem. Whoops. It'll be... Alright, here we go. Alright. It'll be... Brock Lesnar... Yes. ...versus Andre the Giant. Wow. Talking about two major monsters here, folks. I mean, one standing 6'3", 295, almost 300-plus pounds. How are the other one's 74, 550 pounds. The question is, can uh, Brock uh, take uh, Andre the Big Giant to Suplex City, if you will, by throwing suplexes all over him? Let alone, can he try to lift him up and not break his back by lifting him up in the F5? I mean, that's that's scary to me because you got him uh, being matched by Bobby the Brain Heenan there referring to Andre, and you got Paul Heyman in the corner of the Beast Incarnate. I mean, wow, that, that's just frightening to think there. But uh, I like where you're going with this. Uh, who do you uh, got in this one? Brock Lesnar. Yeah, take Lesnar, okay. And you know what? I'm going to go with the eighth wonder of the world, Andre. I think Andre can uh, handle Brock Lesnar. I mean, Brock's a pretty big guy, don't get me wrong. But I just think somehow, some way, however, I think the Beast Incarnate's just too... A little bit out of his element, if you will, you know, and unless he has a game plan, and I do stress that word, unless he has a game plan, I think he's going to be taken down... Uh, a few pegs, if you will, by the big beast, however, of Andre. So uh, that's my prediction. Good match there, John. And speaking of Brock, I'm going to put Brock in a match myself, even, against the big man himself, however, the awesome one, Mike Awesome. Who do you like in this one? This would be a good one. I see Chad's return to the line now. Uh, Chad, we were just talking about Andre and uh, Brock, but before we do, I did report, however, apparently, and I just said, however, that you and Bobby now have somewhere else you can look for a position. Apparently, your Carolina Panthers today fired GM Dave Gettleman, believe it or not. Yeah, I've read about that, yes. Yes, and in fact, D'Angelo Williams, however, formerly of the series and of your Panthers, said, however, he's happy the, quote, snake is out of the job as him, Josh Norman, and uh, C. Smith Sr. all responded to uh, the dismissal on Twitter, however, 
by uh, Gettleman today. So they had some few choice words to say, however, especially one week before training camp as they decided to show him the heave-ho here. Yeah. Uh, but uh, please uh, give us your thoughts about Brock and Andre before we give you uh, we get your thoughts on Brock and Awesome. Uh, well, this would be, like I said, a, first of all, a super match um, without shutting down. Uh, of course, generation versus generation is the best way I can also describe it. Uh, oh, gosh. Gosh, 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 gosh. You know, I'm going to have to say uh, Brock was able to do something like that to Big Show. He might be able to do something like that. He might be able to do something like that to Andre. Uh, I got to say draw. Okay, you're going to go with a draw. All right, very interesting there. Okay, uh, let's go to you now, however, with your thoughts about Brock and Awesome. Brock and Stone Cold, you said? No, mm. Brock and Mike Awesome. Oh, Mike Awesome, okay. Didn't quite hear that a little bit. My phone was broken up a little bit. Uh, well, this would be very, very unique there. And all Mike Awesome, of course, very powerful on his own, his own right there. Uh uh, great, another great superstar there, of course. Uh, 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 oh gosh, oh gosh. Uh, I think Brock has been known to get a little bit extreme, so he might be able to match up a little bit. I think pretty darn good here with my call. But I think, all in all, I think Brock may have just a little bit more of an edge in terms of youth and uh, and and group things. I got I got to get a draw from. All right, very good, very good. And uh, John, who do you like between Brock and Awesome? Ah, uh, Brock. Can okay, take Brock. You know what? I'm going to go against you both. I think Austin's a little powerful and tough. I mean, you only saw him uh, throw people with the best of whether it be a guy like Spike W or Masato Tanaka. I don't think he's going to throw Brock around that easily. He will have some suplexes being thrown on him, I'm sure, by Brock. Uh, again, you got Paul Heyman, and in this case, Austin, I don't know if he'll have Judge Jeff Jones in his corner. Uh, I don't think he'll need Judge Jeff Jones in his corner for this one. It will be a great match, I feel. But I'm going to go with the awesome one. I think awesome is just uh, what he is, and that is awesome. Not to say Brock is awesome either, because he is awesome. Don't get me wrong. But I think at the end of the day, however, I think it's going to be uh, Mr. Awesome from, uh, let's just say, Tampa. That's going to show uh, a very unique, uh, like I said, uh, pairing. So, I mean, that's that's what I'm going to go with, however. So that is my uh, prediction in that one. Okay, guys. Well, now that everyone's back together again, except for Fonzie, and Fonzie did say he will try to call back, so that's understandable, no problem there. Uh, we're going to talk about, however, uh, let's just say we've done this before, however, mind you, however, with, uh, what was I going to say, as far as, uh, I can't remember. Oh, yeah. We have, uh, like I said, uh, like I said, we have decided to, uh, like I said, done this before with WrestleMania. So today, I've decided to make it a little more fun, however. We're going to go with, however, like I said, our first thoughts, however, are going to be, however, basically, however, things where we discuss, however, SummerSlam. And what I'm going to do, and how it's going to be, it's sort of like a twist on fancy, however, with WrestleMania Dream Card. But instead of uh, Dream Card, WrestleMania, and fancy, however, well, you can do fancy, that's what I'm saying. 
Instead of making it WrestleMania, however, you get to pick your ultimate SummerSlam dream lineup. You can put old matches against uh, new people, new people against new, against new, however, some that have never fought before. Sort of uh, unique in a way. So, uh, you know where I'm going with this. And it's, uh, for example, I'll use this for an example. Huh? Say if you want the Road Warriors taking on someone like the Dudleys, you could do that. You know, that could be a dream matchup for you. Or something new, like, say, Finn Balor taking on someone like uh, Neville, or something like that. So, you'll, you'll get where I go. Like, if you can make, uh, like, how many matches you can list how, out of your lineup, however, and fill your SummerSlam card. So, with that said, we're going to turn it off, however, down to North Carolina, first off, with Chad, of course, to give us his dream uh, opening matchup for his SummerSlam card. And what is your first matchup? Uh, my first Excuse me, my first match would be, uh, let me see, uh, oh, yeah, make it a doozy here. Let's make it a, uh, oh, Lord, that's, that's, that's toughy, toughy, toughy here. Uh, oh, yes, 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 okay, okay, okay. Let's make it a, uh, a six-man tag. All right. And first off, uh, let's see. And I'm seeing some pictures on Facebook here throughout some of our groups and uh, other wrestling groups and all that nature. Uh, I've actually got a pretty good idea about what to do here. So what we're going to do is we're going to pick uh, Hollywood Hulk Hogan, Scott Hall, and Kevin Nash from the NWO mm-hmm. versus The Shield. Ooh, that's a good one. That's a real good one. Okay, I like it. All right, uh, John, what's your uh, first uh, fantasy matchup for SummerSlam? My first fantasy matchup would have to be Shinsuke Nakamura. Yes. Versus AJ Styles. Good choice. That's a good choice. However, we just hope to see it happen. There has been discussion about it. All right, mine's going to be a good one here. I'm going to go with Ricky the Dragon Steamboat versus Seth Rollins. Ooh. I think those two would uh, have a very unique uh, pairing with uh, each other in the ring. So that will be my first uh, match right out of the gate. All right, uh, let's move on to match number two. Chad, we go back to you again. Okay, okay. Well, let's see here. Uh, oh, um... Uh, Who is the, uh, before, besides I have an idea, I'm, I'm sure I'll probably have kept up with this a little bit better than I have. Who is the current United Kingdom champion? Uh, that would be, uh, Pete, uh, I think that's Tyler Bate, if I'm not saying. Let me just double check the mic map to be sure. I think that's who it is. Uh, WWE, I'll pull that up. Hold on. Okay. I think that's uh, who it is. Let me see here. Uh, WWE UK champion, that is... I think that is uh, yeah, Tyler Bate. Tyler Bate's in there. Okay, all right. Because no, no, Pete, no, Pete, no, Pete Dunn's the champ. Tyler Bate was the former champ because Pete Dunn's held for 58 days and Tyler Bate for 125. He did, yeah. So okay, so so Pete, so Pete Dunn. Pete Dunn's in it now. Yes, right. Okay. Well, I say, I say, of course. Uh, uh, ooh, okay. I say. <coughs> Title versus title, yes. the European Championship, 
versus the United Kingdom Championship. The European Championship would be held by the British Bulldogs, while the UK Championship is held by Keith Dunn. Wow. Great match there. Really good match there. That would that that's an excellent match there. I, I like that one. Oh, that's that's a very unique one. I, I I really like that one. Very good pick there. Okay, uh let's go to your uh pick John. What do you got? Well the one I got Yes. Uh I got Braun Strowman versus uh Big John Stud. Good one. Good one, okay. I'm going to go with uh, a little bit of a, a good one here myself, and this will be a very unique match. And Chad brought up Brit- the, the European uh, aspect here. and I'm going to go with a battle of figure fours here. However, it's going to be Greg the Hammer Valentine putting the figure four on. Yes, you're going to be surprised when I say the name, The Miz. Greg Valentine versus The Miz in the battle of figure four. I think the Miz can can still talk a great game, but the Hammer's going to bring down the Hammer. Let's just say so. I'm going to go with Valentine and the Miz for my match here. It's my second one. Okay, uh, Chad, let's go to number three. Okay. um, Are you ready ready for my next one? Yes. Okay. uh, Let's see here. Uh, Hmm. Well... Let's see here. Uh, oh, gosh. Okay, this is... Uh, let me see. Let me, let me thank you. Oh, okay, I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Ooh, okay. Okay. If, this, if one of these teams was still able to wrestle, I, I, would, I would love to see this one more time. Yes. Yeah. 
Yes. Very, uh, very interesting. I'll throw that out there before everyone can start uh, speculating. Uh, start uh, throwing this, throwing this out here, big time here. So yes. Very, very interesting there. Yes, sir. Okay, anyway, my next matchup here. Okay. Uh, hmm. Well, let's see. I'm making unique here. Uh, let's, and I've been doing too many things. Let's do some, well, I did a one-on-one. Uh, uh, let's do a, uh, let's see here. Let's do a, uh, <coughs> okay. Um, okay, let's do a women's division matchup here. All right. No, we haven't put any women in there yet. Let's put some women in there. <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, let us let us do a ten woman battle royal. All right. The winner gets to choose to go after the Raw or SmackDown Women's Championship. All right. And the ten and I'll name the ten women. Some are from the past, some are from the present. Sounds good. Okay, from the so what does it say? We'll, we'll just go with the past first. The All five right. I would pick would be the following. Uh, would be Lita. Yep. Be Trish. Yep. Uh, would be uh, Molly Holly. Mm-hmm. Be Tori Wilson. Yep. And a for for an interesting clincher, we'll say Rockin' Robin. Okay. Good choices. Yep. You don't hear that name too often. So I'll yeah. be out there. And the five new and your five newbies. And like I said, they get a choice of Raw or SmackDown, so sure. whichever right, point. Right. Right. Of course. Okay, keep that in mind. Yes. Uh, we'll put Bailey. Mm-hmm. We'll put uh, Sasha. Yep. We'll put Naya. Yep. Uh, we will put... Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Give me a minute. Give me a minute. Okay. Um, um, uh, we put Summer Rae, because that's a name you haven't heard in a while. Yeah, and there's talk she might be coming back soon. We don't know when, though. Yeah, I've heard something about that. And, and, and the, uh, and the, and the other one, we'll bring up an NXT girl, we'll say, one who I think is a real good threat to Asuka's title right now, and that's Ember Moon. Yes, and we know Oscar's going to be yeah. taking on Ember Moon very soon, yes. There you go. So there's your, there's a 10, 10 woman battle royal. Like I said, the, the winner would pick either to go for the Raw or SmackDown Women's Championship. There you go. Good choices. Very good choices there. All right. Uh, very, all right. Uh, John, let's go to you next. What's your next one? Oh, I'll have to go with um, The Rock. Yeah. Versus AJ Styles. Ooh. Good match. Good match. I like that one. Excuse me. I like that one. That's a good pick. Okay. My next one's going to be a very unique one here, and it's going to be uh, one of an eight-man tag, right? And I know you're going to be thinking I'm crazy, but I'm going to go with it. Let's put Finn Balor teaming up with Dusty Rhodes, Jake the Snake Roberts, and the Hulkster against Randy Savage, uh, Kevin Owens, uh, let's see. We'll put those two together. We'll throw, uh, Bret Hart into this mix. And Mr. Perfect, Kurt Henning. In an eight-year. Yes. 
that's my ultimate eight-man dream scenario right there. That would be a killer, killer match with all eight of them in the ring at the same time. So that is my thoughts right there. So uh, that is a very good one. Okay, match number five. Okay. Uh, hmm. so let's see. You got to You got You got towards midway now, and you got to start making them more and more unique. Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, let us do. Uh, oh gosh. Uh, mm, oh. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, ooh, okay. All right. All right. We've noticed that this man's done a lot of handicap matches in recent memory, and he's been able to handle himself in handicap situations. Yep. Even he's, he's moved up a little bit past that, but still, he was when he first started. A lot of people started seeing him. First started seeing him and doing some handicap matches here and there because he's a real big fellow. But yep. this handicap is going to be match is going to be very unique. First off, the person that's going to be handicapped, so to speak, yes, is Braun Strowman. Yes, and he will have to take on the tag team of, and y'all are going to love this, love, <laughs> love of this, the Steiner Brothers. Ooh, good one there. That is a good one. Braun that Strowman taking on both Steiners, Rick and Scott. Yes, In sir. A two-on-one handicap match. I like it. Okay. Very unique match there, okay. Uh, John, let's go to you next. What's your uh, next match look like? Um, my next match is John Cena. Yes. Versus Bret Hart. Good match. Very good match. I like that. That's a good one. All right. My next match will be AJ Styles taking on Ric Flair. And I'm going oh. to make it even more interesting. I want to put it in a 30-minute Iron Man match. Oh, 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 oh. You put to see who can top the other in 30 minutes. I could have made 60, but I want to shorten that to 30 because I'm going to surprise you with my main event here when I get there. So I'm going to say 30 minutes between AJ and the Nature Boy this one. All right, match number six. Okay. Well, let's just say here... Uh... Hmm. 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 Okay. Okay. Hmm. You know what? This. I was just thinking about this. You know, thinking about the uh, the 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 uh, 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 I have the best way I can say this. Uh, we, we talked about how these two men, how they started their careers. Uh, you know, um, uh, and, and one aspect that was similar was before they, uh, before they uh, were well known as wrestlers, they were also good uh, boxers. Yes. I'm not talking about the dog. I'm not talking about the dog either. I'm talking about you know, So what we're going to do here, and I'm going to kind of up this a bit here. Y'all going to love what I do here. All right. And. Part of it you might like, no part I don't know, but we'll just we'll, we'll take it we'll take we'll take a shot at it. We're gonna do five five minute rounds. All right. Uh, it, uh, first off, I will say 
there will be a special quarter message for this, a special rep. I'll go ahead and name the rep first, and then I'll tell you, uh, I'll tell you something else here in a minute. All right. The special rep will be Iron Mike Tyson. Good choice, yes. It's okay, yes. And the fighters, I'm sure y'all are dying to hear this, will be Rowdy Roddy Piper mm-hmm. on Marvelous Mark Marrow. Ooh, good match there. Good match. Yeah, now, now I said there was Cornerman. I have to name those two. And Piper's Corner, uh, we will um, we will have an old favorite, uh, uh, someone that was, of course, long associated with the hot, the hot rod, the hot Scott, whatever you want to call him, a great man nonetheless. Uh, and that would be uh, the ace, Cowboy Bob Orton. And there you go. Very nice. And just recommend you too, right there. Yes. yes. Uh, and uh, and as for Marlowe Smart Marrow, uh, you're y'all are thinking, okay, maybe you're gonna put Sable there. No, we're not gonna put Sable there in his no. corner. No. We are going to put. Actually, we're gonna put another boxing personality in there. All right. Yeah, this is gonna be interesting. <laughs> and Marrow's corner is going to be. <laughs> I like this. Floyd Money Mayweather. Hmm. Okay, I like it. Okay. So there you go. Five five minute rounds, like I said. Mike Tyson, the ref. Roddy Piper with Cowboy Bob Ward in his corner versus Marvelous Smart Marrow with Floyd Money Mayweather in his. So there you go. Very, very good, very good one there, Chad. I like it. And I see Fonzie is now returned to the line. Fonzie, welcome back. We are kind of doing a little twist today. We're doing our ultimate dream scenario fantasy matchup. The sounds like you can pick anything from the past and current, however. We've come up with some really good ones. You'll have to go back and listen to them. I mean, Chad just did Mark Merrow versus uh, his match right now. Uh, you're going to give us your answer in a second. I'll be right back. Chad, you're going to give the plug. I'll be right back in a second. i got to take this call. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, KD has stepped away. I just wanted to remind everyone, of course, that, uh, of course, tomorrow night, uh, be sure to join us at JD and also King WWRT Smith or WCWS Wrestling Revisited, of course, 139926-pound. And also join also join me and the rest of the panel, Wasting Tough to Handle, for uh, tomorrow night's edition of WCWS Revolution, of course, another show broadcast. As we, of course, bring you the latest wrestling news and views, of course, history and birthdays coming up tomorrow, as well as, of course, our thoughts and opinions on tonight's Monday Night Raw show. Uh, and of course, our uh, and of course, uh, and I and I said this last time on our, in my promo. And forgive me if I do get this incorrect, uh, but, I, but I am going to mention this. We did try to do this live video feed from this group a couple weeks ago, and unfortunately, due to some circumstances, we were not able to get it to work. But we have since gotten the live videos set up, uh, all working, ready to go. So I will go into it. It will be from true pioneers of wrestling. Tomorrow night uh, for our live video feed of Revolution. Uh, so, uh, so uh, I'm going to put it out there for a big time uh, double dose action, of course, of the radio network once again on uh, TalkShoot.com. But by the way, speaking of speaking of our show, speaking of TalkShoot, I can't give you an update. I do have to send my congrats here to Raw Radio uh, for uh, coming in behind Revolution here this, this past week as having having a big, a big number of downloads here. Uh, Revolution came in with 10 downloads this past week. 
Raw Radio came up with seven. Very so, nice. So, so there you go. So Raw Radio, like I said, was, uh, uh, like I said, uh, coming up here very, very well here in the standings for all of our shows here in the radio network this past week. So uh, be sure to keep on listening to our past shows and keep on uh, and keep listening to our current shows as well, of course. Uh, we have a lot more to bring you here, of course, as we continue forward here in the radio network. Okay, thank you very much for Chad, and of course, uh, Fonzie, we're going to get your tech now. Like I said, we've had some good SummerSlam Fantasy Dream matchups from the past and current. If you want to throw one out there, by all means, please do. What did John do? John's come up with some good ones today. He's come up with a lot of good ones. I mean, uh, John, you're going to list a couple of yours that you've done so far to get an idea, give Fonzie an idea. Uh, Go right ahead. Okay. Um, I had The Rock versus AJ Styles. I had John Cena versus Brad Hart. I don't know what else I had. I just you had you had a tag team. I remember you had a good tag team match, didn't you? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's kind of the idea of what we're going with, our Fonzie. Okay. Something, we're doing sort of like a twist on. All uh, right, all right, right. Um, you got let me see here. I'm gonna throw in the uh, the gold Olympic. Hero, Kurt Angle. Yes. He's going to team up with Monty May Clay. Yes. The boxer for, uh, from Eliquipa. Yep, I've heard of it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, versus uh, I'm going to say the the Acolytes. Ooh. Yeah. I'm proud of that guy. All right, no problem, Don. Okay, so Kurt Angle and Monty versus the APA. Okay, good match. Yeah. Okay, again, very good match. All right, I'm going to go with my next match. Will be, let's see here, I've done tag team. I'm going to throw the Cruiserweights a bone here this time. And I'm going to put them in a, and I'm going to put them in a, uh, like I said, a triple threat. It will be Rey Mysterio taking on Neville, taking on Jushin Thunder Liger. Whoa! You talk about three of the most high-flying guys out there right now. Those are my three guys I would put in cruiserweight action right now, however. So that is what I'm going to go with in that one. That's my next one. And if Chet and John heard that, Howard, I hope he did, Howard. That is my next one. I, I did a Cruiserweight one, John. You're going to like this one. I don't know if you heard it. It is going to be Ray Jr. taking on Jushin Thunder Liger, taking on Neville. <laughs> you talk about three of the most high-flying innovations right there, guys. Those are definitely it, however. And uh, we are about a quarter to five, hours, so we're going to go around one more time, each of us, however, before we give you our raw ratings and prediction. So, uh, once again, I will turn it back over to Chad. Hello, Chad. What does your main event look like at SummerSlam? Main event for Sweeney. Oh, okay. This is going to be tremendous here. We're going to do... Uh, hmm. 
Ah, yeah. Okay. Wait a minute. Uh, now I have to hurry because my phone's about to die. Uh, uh, a a triple threat massive muscle match. All right. It will be the Ultimate Warrior. Yes. Versus Goldberg. Yes. Versus Rusev. Yes. And before you go to the next one here, the video that's my phone's about to die, so I need to go ahead and jump off. All right. Uh, but let me go ahead and give my raw range predictions now, and uh, and this is what everyone know. Just uh, talk okay. to us on uh, on uh, like I said, uh, wrestling revisited and revolution tomorrow night in the radio yeah. network. Uh, my raw range prediction, uh, raw range this this week. Uh, it's been a little bit steady here and there. I'm going to up it a little bit. I'm going to say a 2.2. All right. And the main event, I'm going to say, uh, oh gosh, uh, uh, mm, <laughs> this is going to be a shot in the dark here. It would be interesting to see this again. Uh, I think this has already happened. But I would love to see it one more time, my personal opinion. I'm going to say Samoa Joe versus Seth Rollins. Good choice. Very good choice, Howard. Very, very good choice. Very good. So, gang, y'all have yourself a terrific night. Sorry I had to dash when my phone's about to, about to go down here. So, And also, of course, we're having a, starting to have some thunder and some thundering down here not because of the intense heat down here in WWUS country. So, uh, just want to let everyone know, like I said, talk to us tomorrow night on Wrestling Revisited and also Revolution, of course, uh, one three one three nine nine two six and also one three eight oh five five pounds. Uh, JD, John, Fonzie, y'all have a simple terrific day, and we'll talk at you here, of course, on here, uh, on, on uh, talk to you here later on here on later on in the week here on all sh- on all of our shows in the radio network on talkshow.com. Gentlemen, have a good afternoon. Peace. Playing safe out there, and uh, we'll see you in the ring as we always do. Take care of their game. All right, thank you. Right, you. Be careful down yeah. there as well. All right, I'll folks, just... Mr. WCW Chad Inshaw leaving the line due to some weather issues down there in Trinity, but of course, uh, Trinity, North Carolina, referring to. So hopefully, everyone's staying safe down there and not getting soaked upon. Very good match, though, to close out his uh, last match there today as far as uh, SummerSlam goes. And uh, next, we'll go to Fonzie with his uh, main event prediction however, as far as SummerSlam. What do you got as far as the main event goes? Well, for this SummerSlam? No, uh, for our SummerSlam fancy. Oh. Um. <laughs> uh. Well, I wish you was the both of them were alive today. Yes. Uh, I'm gonna say. Eddie Guerrero. Yes. Versus Chris Benoit. Wow. Good match. Great match there. I like that. That's a good one there. Those two have had history, you know, over the years with each other. From Japan to ECW to WCW to WWE. Very, very good match. I like that one. That was good. All (laughs) right. Uh, John, what's your uh, main event look like? My main event is The Undertaker versus... Good one. 
Very good. I like that one, however. I like that one, too. And here's mine, guys. This is going to be another gimmick match, and this is going to be a good one here. Are you ready for this one? Uh, it will be. It will be. Stone Cold Steve Austin taking on the American Dream in a Texas Bull Rope match. American Dream versus Austin in a Texas Bull Rope match. Tusty made that famous. Can Austin withstand, however, the bull rope? However, is the big question. That is the million-dollar question. But like I said, folks, I mean, that would, that would be a great match, no doubt about it. So, guys, all around you, Chad, Fonzie, and John, you came up with some really, really good ones today. We're going to do this again. Don't worry, folks, with another particular paper. Probably Survivor Series. Who knows? But, folks, this was uh, definitely one of a kind. On that note, folks, however, we're going to kind of wrap it up here shortly. However, we do want to thank you all for listening in for checking in the chat box. We just want to thank Mr. W. Chad Hinshaw for calling in on the line. We are sorry we did not get uh, King NWO Gerard T. Smith, the Master of Disaster, and the Black Widow on today due to some obligations, but we hope to have them back on with us hopefully tomorrow night and throughout the week here as well as next week here on Raw Radio. Of course, next week we'll start the countdown to SummerSlam. Of course, next Monday they will be in the nation's capital, Washington, D.C. Of course, Michelle will be at SmackDown next Tuesday. She has told me in Richmond, Virginia, of course, as they will be there. Two weeks tonight, Raw will be in Pittsburgh, of course, and two weeks from tomorrow they'll be in Cleveland. But tonight they're in Music City, USA. We already heard Chaz rating prediction. We will now turn it over to uh, John with his Raw ratings and predictions, Heller. We'll go to Fonte, we'll go to mine, and we'll kind of wrap it up here today. So, uh, John, what does Raw do tonight here in Music City, and what is our number? Our number is, the way I feel things are going to go, I'm going to have to say a 1.9. Mm-hmm. Going down a little. And the main event will be Samoa Joe and Roman Reigns. Okay, very interesting. Okay, good thoughts there. Uh, Fonzie, let's go to you. You know where we're gonna be watching tonight, JD tonight, right? Of course, I'll be flipping between Raw. Of course, I'll be flipping between Raw. Of course, the big pirate game against Milwaukee. Of course, I will. Be. Yeah. Of course, uh, the first of a four-game big series with the Brew Crew. Yeah, with the Brew Crew. So it's gonna. What they did last week? Did I call it right last week or not? What was your number last week? I can't remember. Oh, I think they. Stayed 1.9. What was it? They last were above week? that. They went to a 205 last week. They went up a little last week. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, because you know why they went up last week? Because of the Derby. Off. Because of the Derby. Because of the Derby. Well, yeah, that too, but they start off with wow, the hype. Yeah, with, with with Cass, with Cass and Big Show. That's right. Yeah, That's right. and then it continued in the end. Yeah, with you know whoever it was. It was Seth and well, Bray in the main event. Yeah, well, uh, Randy Orton's on Raw, right, or SmackDown? SmackDown. SmackDown. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna say one nine and. I'm going to say the main event. Yeah. Well, um. Uh, 
I'm going to say Bray Wyatt mm-hmm. versus Seth Rollins. For okay. a rematch last week. Okay, okay. Yeah. Good, thought, good thoughts, good thoughts there, no question about it. Okay, I'm going to say this week goes to a 1-9, and you know what? I think this week's main event is going to be the big announcement by Kurt Angle. I think they're going to hold off on that all night long. I think this can be a tease all night long, because I think they might do Roman and uh, possibly Samoa Joe maybe at the 10 o'clock hour, the start of hour number three. I can see that happening. I also can see them going up at 9 o'clock in hour two, like they've done a lot of over the last several weeks, however, by pushing their big main marquee matchup to the start of the second hour. I don't know. We're going to see, guys. It's going to be a wild night. You can bet in Nashville. And already I can uh, say either one or two headlines will be headlining John's uh, rant, however, on uh, the Raw Post Show. It'll be either Nasty in Nashville or uh, uh, never uh, something else with the word N in Nashville because it's going to be very, very heated. You can bet tonight in Music City. You can't shoot them be in attendance in the oh, front I'm, row I'm seat. sure. I was just going to say that. Yeah, I was just going to say that. I would not be surprised if P.K. Subban or Pekka Rennie of the Predators will be in the front row tonight. I would not be shocked either for one. Good, good call there. Yeah, I, I can see that too, Sean. I, I, I can also see some of the Tennessee Titans, like Marcus Mariota even there, possibly too. Yeah, yeah. yeah I forgot because, that. Yeah, because right. they're down there too, you know. And yeah. uh, I, my uh, one cousin, Mark, God bless him, how who was up here this past week. How I mean, he's grown up in Pittsburgh all his life. He lives just outside of Nashville, and uh, we were just talking about uh, Tennessee and Pittsburgh playing each other this year coming up in the football. But uh, as I mentioned a little bit ago, when we were off the line, of course, and I'll repeat it one more time. And I, John overheard me and so did Chad uh, earlier today. Apparently, Le'Veon Bell did not sign his contract with the series, so yeah, he will play him. So $12 million he's going to get this year, folks. So he's going to have to grin and bear it for a year. On that note, I want to ask you guys if you have any closing arguments to wrap us up with today. John? No. Fonzie, you're good. Uh, I, I like to see what's this surprise with Angle, but I have this weird feeling that is that when he talked to the end of the show last week, yes, I think it was his wife. Well, we'll why see. he would say, why he will say, "I love you," mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Right, right. Oh yes, yes, definitely. So uh, it has to be his wife it coming in tonight. Right. Well, like I said, we're gonna see, guys. I mean, yeah. Yeah. we'll find out about four hours from now, five hours from now. I mean, it's going to be, a, as we always say, it's going to be a very interesting Monday night in the world of Monday Night Raw. So, folks, on that note, we're going to call it a day here and uh, wrap it up here about five minutes, a little too, a little early. I do want to thank you all for coming in. I do want to thank Yesu for checking in the chat box. Yesu, you're welcome anytime we want. You know that. We also want to thank Mr. W. Chad Hinshaw. We also want to thank, of course, the Heartbreak Kid, Fonzie. We also want to thank the Human Suplex Machine as well, ladies and gentlemen, for coming in today. But most of all, we want to thank you all for listening as we do this show each and every Monday to make you happy and give you the best two hours that radio can uh, listen to. I almost said bye, but I meant to say radio to listen to. And as I said earlier, folks, however, at the start of Raw Radio today, John heard me talk about this. I do want to thank, again, everyone 
for uh, sending me well wishes this past week. It has been a very trying week for myself and my family, but uh, of course, we're getting over it slowly. However, it's going to take a while, but like I said, we do want to thank uh, the man, uh, the person uh, that I'm dedicating this show and all the shows to now from now on. Our uh, very special person in my life, however, my great grandfather Jack, however, who passed away nine months shy of 100 years old this last week. However, his funeral is this past year, but I know John. Fonzie, Chad, MLD, Gerard, uh, the rest of you radio people out there uh, sent me well wishes through my Facebook wall and text messages on my phone. I appreciate them. I'm getting back to you guys slowly but surely. Uh, some of them I've already gone back to already and keeping in touch with. So thank you for your thoughts and prayers for me and my family. We do appreciate it, Howard. And like I said, he was a great man and a prince without question, and he will be missed without hesitation. So I know right now, if he was listening to this show, he'd be happy with what I'm doing right now. I know he wasn't a big wrestling fan that much, but he would be happy with what I've done so far because uh, there are times I told him that I had this show, how with a bunch of my friends, and he said, just keep doing what you're doing, and as long as you uh, enjoy what you're doing, Howard, that's what makes you happy the most. Hey, you got to figure... You yes. got to figure, J.D., you almost reached his century mark. Yes, he did. That's what I was going to say. You're right. Exactly. He was nine months. You're right. He was not, as of tomorrow, he would be nine months shy of 100. You're exactly right, Fonzie. You're exactly yes. 100% correct on that. So, yes. folks, as we take you out tonight, Howard, John is going to play for you a little of AJ Styles theme unless he came up with something new. John, did you come up with AJ's theme or did you come up with something better? I, I got something. Okay, John's got some for us, Howard. I guess it's not wrestling late. So, folks, uh, we'll be back in the saddle again later on this week, of course, talking more about Battleground. But we'll be back in the same time slot a week from today, as we are each and every Monday with uh, our Raw show. Next week, we'll talk about more about SummerSlam and, of course, the aftermath on Battleground. So, for now, ladies and gentlemen, for the Human Suplex Machine, for the Heartbreak Kid, for Mr. WCW, for Guest 3, and for the rest of you all out there, this is the Iceman saying so long from ringside. And don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, 1130 tonight, right after this show, however, later tonight, check out John's Facebook page, however, on Facebook.com, G-R-O-H-S at Facebook.com, where also on Movie Fans Worldwide 2.0 and WCWS Revolution Radio, he will have a lot to say about the aftermath from Raw and also give you a preview about Raw. So for now, folks, we'll talk to you soon, and on that note, we'll see you next week in the same time, same place at ringside. So for now, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Iceman saying so long, saying good night, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Good night, everyone. John, take us out. Take us out, then. Go ahead. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.